security hologram of him killing younglings. Not Anakin. Hello and uh, welcome to the, I don't know if we're doing this on Killing Younglings or 1212, so we're going to go with Killing Younglings. Welcome to the Killing Younglings podcast, the Star Wars podcast that is doing a little Disney crossover with uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Today we got on Riley Hennies. Riley, say hi. Hi, pleasure to be here. Yeah, Luke Myers. Say hi, Luke. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Yeah, so we got uh, we got two guys that... I've been going to the movies with since uh, since I can remember, actually. Uh, Luke is the Iron Man of his group. Riley's the Captain America of his group. Uh, do you guys think those are accurate representations of yourself? Um, no, from uh, my view, is that um, I would say absolutely not. I think that I was just kind of, uh, I think I was just kind of giving him. And, yeah. Um, Playboy philanthropist, so. I I agree, Luke, that you make sense as Captain America, and in any other situation, you probably would be. But we kind of hit the nail on the head with me. (laughs) Being the man I am, I feel like Steve Rogers and I are one at this point. Well, Uh uh, who's the Captain America in your group, Luke? Oh, that's a great Captain America, I'll tell you. I thought Sam I thought you were gonna say Sam Nabose. <laughs> Nabose, he's actually up for the role of Falcon. Well our 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 Nabose is uh uh he's Black Panther, as you could see in our Black Panther movie on uh YouTube if you wanna check that out. So that's a little plug there. Yes, that was so funny for the Avengers premiere. That was top 10, 26 I've ever seen. Okay, well, uh... Well, uh, actually, DJ Singleton's M'Baku, so... He's every, yeah, he's every M'Baku, you're right. Shout out to DJ. Uh, hope you're listening, bud. <laughs> Haven't seen you for a while. Maybe we should reconnect. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, uh, first things first, uh... We're gonna go phase by phase, and we're gonna kind of we're gonna do very 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 little recap. Uh, but I'm gonna go through and ask some questions. So phase one, we got uh, Iron Man, Iron Man two, Thor, Captain America, Avengers. I did not include the Incredible Hulk in there because Edward Norton just uh, I, he just doesn't seem like he's a part of it, so not in for it. Uh, 
but it does have one of the best scenes that kind of said in Marvel that we're going to do this. We're going to do this huge cinematic universe uh, when Tony Stark comes in at the end. So I was just going to wonder, uh, what do you guys think the best movie out of that phase is? Well, in my opinion, I think, I think that you got to look at every movie individually, like every series individually. I think that Iron Man, like you couldn't have found a better film to kick off this monster universe and who would have thought it would have been at the time a B-list character like Iron Man that would kick this off but then you can dig deeper and say like what a risk they took in Thor like going to Asgard and whatnot that's when you really knew they were going to be something special and then just nailing the Steve Rogers Captain America origin to tie it all up really the week yeah I really said the Star Wars movie, the only weak one I think was Iron Man 2 from this phase, personally. Agreed. Agreed. I think Iron Man 1, I could watch that once a week for the rest of my life. I, and also, I want to point out that this whole thing doesn't, almost doesn't happen if uh, Robert Downey Jr. is not Iron Man. The amount of charisma he has in that role and what, like, in the first movie, when he's, like, literally talking to robots for one scene, it he somehow makes it work as a conversation, and it's, like, great. Uh-huh. Also, shout-out to John Favreau uh-huh. for all of his amazing work. Especially shout-out to Kevin yeah. Feig for everything he's done for the cinematic universe. Uh, uh, but I will I say, with, with Iron Man 2, uh, Justin Hammer's one of my favorite characters in the whole universe. Just because he plays his role to the perfect, I don't know who that actor is, but he plays him perfectly, and I love it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do agree. I think that I think Justin Hammer was one of the highlights. I think that the movie did a lot of. It wasn't the greatest, but it did do a lot of setting up for the great film of the Avengers by introducing Black Widow and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of. Uh, just uh, expanding Tony Stark a little more, giving Nick Fury kind of a solid role in the movie. I, I think that it was more of a, it was kind of, it kind of took a hit, but it did set up the Avengers nicely. Yeah, uh, and also, there's, like, very few scenes that, in the movie, I, like, will say out loud, oh my gosh. Uh, the Last Jedi, The Last Jedi had one of those with, uh, the hyperspace scene that they had. Uh, but Iron Man 2 also had one of those. I was, like, so in awe when, at the end of the movie, when uh, he had those new lasers on his suit, and he just said duck to War Machine and just went 360. I, like, that was one of my favorite scenes as a kid growing up, I remember, but, yeah. Uh, and I think we do have to give credit for Don Cheadle for stepping in the role of uh, Rhodey, War Machine. Yes. Yeah. For Terrence Howard, he kind of fit it pretty seamlessly, and... Robert Downey Jr. really hit it off. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I so, think we have to show some credit to Thunderbolt Ross and the Incredible Hulk. Okay, yeah. But I think, I think he plays a... He also plays a better role in uh, Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he comes back in Civil War. It's great. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I will say he was a great... Also, great, great villain in, in the Incredible Hulk with Abomination. I love Abomination. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's a, there's, some, there's some iconic scenes in there, and I, I do agree. It's, 
with Edward Norton, it's 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 easy to forget, but the movie the movie has charms too. Yeah, it, I, really, I really. I mean, if it's Mark Ruffalo, we're watching that movie for the rest of our lives. Oh yeah, Mark Ruffalo is just but, he's great. Yeah. Uh, and then Luke, you even hit it on the head there with Thor. Uh how they, I mean, they had three movies already, but to, like, really go out on a limb with Thor and going to Asgard, having a new magical universe and making it uh, so they just added even more to what they already had with three superheroes, in the or four, I think. Yeah, uh, them doing that just really kind of cemented that this is going to be in for the long haul and they can do this. Jr. was a felon. Uh, Chris yep. Evans was, and Chris Hemsworth are pretty much nobodies. They had to recast Hulk. Like mm-hmm. they kind of found they found some real diamonds in the rough, and you got to give credit to like Feige and all those casters for finding the right guys to play characters for so long. Yeah. Uh. So I I want to go through this for Phase One. Uh. Well, actually, let's finish the list here. So we got Captain America. Rye, what are we thinking? Where does Captain America rank here in Phase 1? Well, I'm with Luke. I think Iron Man 2 is kind of a dud. Um, my favorite thing, I'm not a big, I don't really like the first two Thor movies. My mm-hmm. favorite part about Thor 1 is how they dyed his hair and eyebrows like bleach blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I thought it was really good. Um, but I think Iron Man and Avengers are the top two of this phase for sure, and then Cap comes in at a solid third. Yeah. Because that, yeah. that's a underrated movie, very underrated mm-hmm. movie. I agree. I think that if you're looking from a stance of a pure comic book guy, you love Captain America because they just they go they 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 do everything like it's like re- reading a comic book and watching that movie. Yeah, I think it's like the most straight to adaptation that they've had. And I do think the Red Skull, Red Skull is a he's a great villain. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Uh, I was also thinking that Captain America has like one of my favorite scenes is at the end, especially when he figures out he's in New York. I thought that was one of the most well done scenes. scenes Maybe in all of MCU, but uh, I absolutely love it just because it it shows like how freaked out he is uh, in uh-huh. that it, universe. It shows like how smart he is too. Like pick up that this is sketchy. Like yeah, I've been at that baseball. He's a soldier. And we also gotta we also gotta give Captain America the first, first Avenger credit for introducing the Infinity Stone. Yep. Yeah, the first uh, the the power of the space stone actually. Hmm. Uh, but that, that leads us into Avengers where I have never, there's only one movie that could probably be the same with that hype, but which is the force awakens. Uh, everyone came out for the force awakens and just like the force awakens, the Avengers, I have never seen, uh, that kind of atmosphere around one movie. Everyone wanted to see it. That was tough. That was one of the longest waits of my life. Yeah. This, probably this and Infinity War have been the longest I've, like, most excited I've been for a movie ever. 
I mean, I'll tell you what, I still have the ticket stub from <laughs> May 4th, 2012. That wasn't a movie, that was, that was an event. That was an event, that, that was an event. And there, it's going to be an event tomorrow, I will say that. Uh, people are going to say, where did you watch the Avengers? And we're all going to say, Dolly Farm. I, yeah, I, uh-huh. I'm going to say that I uh, watched... Right across the street from that to pizza. For some reason, we picked the 1025 showing that Friday. And we got to the movie about 6 o'clock and no one else was in line. So we just ran around the uh, little mini mall that they had there and had some Dats of Pizza. It was fun. Solomon had an eye patch on. It was, it was just a good time. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. All right, so. We all dressed up on that Thursday night. And the thing that I remember is Googling my phone who the big, big, scary purple guy that shows up. Yep. Yeah. I can I can remember at school that Friday, Trevor Nas telling me, "Just look up who Thanos is, and you will freak out at the end." Yeah, people kept telling me that Iron Man died in the movie, and I got really sad yeah. actually at school. So I I mean I I got bullied. I'll say that. Uh, so. Like I said, that movie that movie was an event. Yeah, it was in uh in Phase One. Uh, what? Who was the best villain? Do you think? Yeah. yeah, I do think that. Um, I think that obviously, like Loki, carry. I mean, he had the benefit of having the Avengers too to kind of go off of. But I do think that there were some underrated villains. I do think Stain was was a solid villain in Iron Man One. I think, I think he that, had uh, a reason to be a bad guy. Yeah, he uh, he almost kind of he was kind of Esau's perspective, and obviously Jeff Bridges is a fantastic actor that helped out too. Um, that was Jeff Loki, Bridges. Like I said, he basically set a standard for Phase One, and I think that most people at university agree that Tom Hiddleston's charm was a uh, was very beneficial in, in his performance. So. Mm-hmm. I think it's you got to go with Loki. Red Skull's right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Loki's just been around this whole time. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. He's been that good that they just can't get rid of him. Uh, mm-hmm. I also thought, uh, a little fun fact for everyone, uh, you guys might know this, but Loki or Tom Hiddleston tried out for the role of Thor and didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So that, that that puts that in perspective. He also tried to be the director of that movie, but it didn't work out. Uh, mm-hmm. So who? what do you guys think MVP of Phase 1 is? Could be the movie, actor, character. What do you think? I think that I think the MVP is Robert Downey Jr. Uh, that was my pick too. Yeah, I think that I mean you put this universe on his shoulders right away, and he effortlessly just did it. The guy is I mean he's literally the man, the state like the man of the MCU, and uh, I think that you gotta give him credit. I think. Another guy that doesn't get enough credit is John Favreau mm-hmm. for directing that first Iron Man. Yeah. Directing and playing Happy Hogan in that first Iron Man. And, uh, you know, those two, and obviously John, like uh, Kevin Feige, they, they're kind of they're the OGs. They really kind of set the, the MCU up for what it is today now. So. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to go uh, 
with Iron Man too, just because it it was it was that breakthrough movie that we hadn't seen yet. Yeah, we I mean we had the Dark Knight out and everything, and it was good superhero movie, but we didn't have a movie that looked to connect with other superheroes, and at, that was at the time where the world was starting to kind of want something like that, and they were really ahead of the curve, which you just gotta say kudos, pretty much. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I also I also could say MVP was uh, Josh Brolin. Really? Yeah. For his... 20 seconds of screen time yep yep because it showed us that this isn't going away and we got something we got how many more films to look forward to uh how many was it we got 14 films yeah after uh you know what's crazy is that if you look at 2012 one josh Brolin wasn't even cast as thanos at the time they just had some kind of motion capturing and two we don't even have like spider-man in the MCU. Yeah. Started anew. The Andrew Garfield Spider-Man just started in 2012. That's crazy, actually. Uh, uh-huh. So, who do you guys think the sixth man for phase one would be? Six, six man? Six man. Uh-huh. You say, are, you, are you saying, like, the, like the second, like, the, the sidekick? I mean, like, the... Kind of the unsung the hero. The, the unsung hero. Unsung? For sure. Oh yeah, dude. The I, never will we ever forget the perfect moment of when Hulk said, "I'm always angry." Yeah, that shot right there. That is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't the the shot of them in the where the pans around in a circle. That is that's just, uh, what we waited. For. That's iconic. Yeah. Oh, that's dude. That that is the that's the greatest shot of the decade so far. There's, no doubt. I don't know anything else, uh, but yeah, I love that um, stuff. Here's my here's my candidate for unsung hero is uh, Phil Coulson. Okay. Okay. He, uh, he uh, was kind of that initial connective tissue between these films, and uh, you know his death is what really assembles the Avengers, and. Uh, now he's carrying out his own TV show, whatnot, and uh, he's actually rumored he's going to return during Captain Marvel, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. But uh, he uh, he was just kind of like that everyday Shield guy. He was there from the first Iron Man all the way through. So it is crazy that he was like he kind of had the gateway to all these uh, Marvel TV shows we have now. Uh-huh. He was like he if yeah, see if they don't have him it's gonna be a lot like they could have still done it but it, it just would it would have been a lot harder to not start with something uh, old you know have like mm-hmm. a little uh, yeah. background with it but yeah uh so yeah let's go on to phase two then uh, do we have anything else with for phase one um no I think that uh, I think we. I think we nailed it. We uh, just a last thank you to Kevin Feige. Yeah, yeah. Making yeah. our dreams come true. Did uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm just gonna say my uh, whatever it's called, my uh, ranking for that one. I went Avengers one, 
Cap two or uh, Iron Man two, Captain America three, Thor five, and Iron Man two six. Uh, I'm guessing we're all in agreement with. We're all agreeing with that one. Is that what it? Was your one, uh, Avengers and then Iron Man. I I just have to put those in a tie. It, it's just too hard for me to pick. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna agree with you, Will, on the on the list. That's a, good. That's my exact order. Good. Okay, we gotta we're together now. We gotta go against Riley. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, next, we're gonna go with Phase Two, and stuff, stuff gets real here. Now, Phase Two <laughs> was them really, really going out on a limb, uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy, especially. A group of people that no one knew about. And they somehow created them into this new world phenomenon. Yep. And uh, they took Chris Pratt, who was Andy Dwyer, just fat guy, and made him into a superhero. I think that a great Guardians is huge. And then the big twist that they pulled in Iron Man 3 with the Mandarin. I think that those were two incredibly cool moves. By Marvel, I think at that point you knew that they they had a good thing going, they had a real comfortable brand, so they were able to do stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll never forget waiting outside Iron Man three with uh, Adam Jaros at three o'clock. Uh, <laughs> me and him doing homework, and people keep making fun of us for sitting out there. Then Zach Campbell came along. Shout out to Zach Campbell. Uh, but yeah, Iron Man three was when I saw that in theaters. It was one of I just like hated it right away because of the whole Mandarin thing. I've never I the Mandarin was I was so excited to see him in action and see what he was gonna do, and then when they tried to hit that plot twist, that uh, I didn't like that. Yeah, it yeah. missed me right away. But if watching it again, yeah, I'm not as mad. Yep, yep. I will say that one. That one didn't sit well with me right away. And then uh. Mm-hmm. Pepper Potts, uh, every, when we when everyone thought she died, it was the most anticlimactic death. Mm-hmm. She just fell down, and uh, yeah. I remember me and Riley looked at each other. We're just like, "What the heck?" <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Iron Man three wasn't like it wasn't. It definitely wasn't my favorite. I'd say it's definitely in my bottom five of MCU. But part of the reasons also you go to an Iron Man is to see like the kind of technology he has. Like, it just amps up every single time, and it's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it was, it was a good film. I just, like you said, I I put a lot in the Mandarin, you know? And the twist just wasn't too satisfying for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Next, I think Guardians is next after that, if I'm not mistaken. We have, uh, Winter Soldier was next. Winter Soldier oh, was? Thor the Dark World was? Uh, Uh, by the way, Thor the Dark World, most hated, but also the most underrated. I, I, I agree. Rewatching I agree. it, rewatch, okay, rewatching all these movies, I, there was not a single moment where I didn't have fun in any of these movies. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a fun time. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, but I was, uh, Thor Dark World, it has, it, it introduces, uh, which stone is that? The, uh, the Mind uh, stone. Reality stone. Re- reality stone? Yep. 
Okay. Uh, and it's like very underrated if you think about it. But yeah, that's all my. Anything else you guys got? Uh, that's just yeah. that one for sure. My bottom of all eight teams mm-hmm. is, is Thor two. And. Mm-hmm. But then I like I like Thor two. I I, I kind of liked it. I thought the villain was weak, but I think watching uh, Thor and Loki interact and kind of work together. That, uh, I like that. I, yeah. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, I mean, we don't really have to. Uh, Thor Dark World had some funny parts, but also, like, come on. Nice Captain America cameo. Nice Captain America cameo. Uh, that was great. And, and uh, it's kind of gross. It was, it was a Like you said, well, there's not, like, it was not a bad, there's no bad movies in the MCU. Mm-hmm. This one might have just been not quite a... I think that the weak villain and forgettable supporting cast kind of brought down this film ultimately. And Lady Sith, how how much Lady Sith wanted Thor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, it'd be nice to be Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we don't even have Jane Foster anymore. You know, that was the whole point of the movie was their little love story. Uh-huh. Miss Natalie Portman. Yeah, you're right. It just, feel, just feels like it's... I don't know. Well, she broke up with him. Yeah, who, who is she going to find better than the Norse god? Uh, <laughs> I bet she starts dating Loki in this new one. <laughs> and then uh, next movie we had was, what do we got? Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. That, going to that movie with Shota Kicks, I was in such a good mood. I dude, that was so that was such a good movie too. And even watching it the second time, I was still in awe, like how it you still know, held up. No, I, I one for my personal viewing of it. That that's especially smart. I was pressured at West Point. I was able to sneak out with some seniors and watch the movie on Friday on that Friday night, which was great. But I compare. Um, the Captain America trilogy to the uh, Dark Knight trilogy in a lot of ways. Where the second, the second, like Dark Knight and the Winter Soldier, just had the most amazing storylines. Mm-hmm. All combined, dude. So many great twists and turns, great villain, and just a real like character-driven story that, like, it was just like this crazy like mystery unraveling and stuff. Yep. I think it was. And then that opening boat scene, oh. and that and the, and the hand-to-hand combat between like him and Bucky and Petrock the Leaper, it just doesn't get better. Watching that in theaters, my jaw was open. I think for probably over an hour. Uh, uh-huh. dude, that movie is just purely awesome. I'll go to my grave saying uh-huh. that had the best fight scene I've seen in MCU. Uh, when he. I mean, they got. Like, the the Winter Soldier cap uh, knife fight scene in on the street. Yes. Yeah. Like amazing. I was holding my breath the whole time. The second time I watched that, I know what happens. It's just like uh-huh. unreal. Like in the fact that they built their whole foundation with Phase One, and Shield was their foundation, and they just blew that all up right away. It was cr- like great, crazy. Great twist that was. Yeah. I was and Robert Redford, congrats. Redford, great actor. Yeah. He was good. 
it was just a real grounded story, you know. And um, I also this is it's also introduced the Russo brothers and their fantastic work. Yep. Which we'll continue into tomorrow. But um, I think that oh shoot, what was I gonna say? I think yeah, I just think that this was I think this just like one more mature, just real, just really stepped up Marvel to the next level. I think mm-hmm. the Winter Soldier. Completely agree. Yeah. And, and then, uh, but also it did Captain America never had like a famous rogues gallery in the comics, but they made his villains like so awesome in these films. Yep. Like they threw Crossbones, they threw um, what was the name of that robot guy? They threw Patrol oh. Leaper into it. Arnim um, Yeah, Arnim Yeah, and then they just and obviously Winter Soldier and stuff. It's just like. How many movies can pull off putting four villains into it and be just fantastic like that? Yeah. And we cannot forget the elevator scene. Oh my oh, gosh. Oh my you talk about a scene. Before we start, would anyone like to get out? That is like, like oh my gosh. The, I don't know. Like, the Russo brothers just know how to make a Marvel movie. Yeah, they should do it forever. Yeah, they should. They should. They should. It's like the uh, Dunder Brothers, no Duffer Brothers with uh, Stranger Things, uh, <laughs> and then the next movie was Guardians. Guardians, that was a fun one. Guardians was that the was. one I came in with the least expectations and came out with the highest uh, rating. The you biggest know, difference. Was, I, at first, I was kind of ticked to be honest. I was like. When I heard they were making the movie, I was like, okay, Guardians of the Galaxy, what about, like, what about, like, Ant-Man, what about all these great characters that they, like, that they have at their disposal? But then that first trailer came out, where, um, what's that song that... Hooked on a Feeling. Hooked on a Feeling. Hooked on a Feeling. Hooked on a Feeling comes on, I see Chris Pratt, I see Batista, a rocket, rocket, a raccoon and a tree, just, I'm like, okay. This is gonna be this is gonna be worth a shot, and the yeah. soundtrack. Even without the soundtrack. that character, I was going to that movie strictly because Batista was in it. <laughs> uh-huh. Like but great. That was I mean, that was like one of the most fun I've had in a, watching a movie. In first time. The best part the best part was is we found a place in the Marvel Cinematic Cinematic Universe for uh, Ryan Rasson, Jack Myers, and Oliver Lockwood Powell. It was fun. That was the best part. Uh, I also want to go with the the kind of the chase scene on uh, Nova, where they in uh, Peter Quill has one of the craziest catches and just he, I I picture him uh, yelling Oski after it because he's just taking it to the house. But yeah, that was I'd say that was one of my favorite scenes of the movie. Not many movies can get away with a, a dance-off for a final scene, fight scene, but it just was fitting. Yep, yep. And, <laughs> you know, I think that... I mean, how many how many times can you make a movie where two out of five of your main characters are a tree and a, and a raccoon, and you just make something amazing? It, it, uh, and it introduced our era to just a great... 
brand of music from the 80s. I mean, who doesn't recognize the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack? Yep, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we go on to... Uh, oh, I, I also wanted to put in there, in Guardians, I thought it was like all the planets that they go to are like so cool it really reminded me of star wars and that's one thing i really loved about it like it was just a new kind of sci-fi that i hadn't seen in a while and you know if they made guardians of the galaxy in the 70s harrison ford would be here quote (laughs) yeah (laughs) no one could play it better than and we also got to recognize they introduced the power stone and uh thanos had a little bit of a role yep in this film too also Nebula really became my least favorite character, I think, in the MCU. Nebula did? Yeah, she's just always yelling, and I just hate it. I get it. I'm not a big Nebula fan either. No. Uh, hopefully we can get Anna Kendrick as Squirrel Girl coming up here to replace her. So That might be Pittsburgh casting. Get who? Anna Kendrick? Anna Kendrick as Squirrel Girl? Actually, did you hear that they're making a TV show? called New Warriors and there's a squirrel girl in it. Okay. Well, that's hilarious. That uh-huh. is really funny. Perfect casting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then... It's perfect casting. Well done, Riley. <laughs> uh, next up, we got uh, Avengers 2. Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Which... It, yeah, uh, it, I, I like Age of Ultron a lot. I... Uh, I think that, I think that, I mean, it, it was obviously comic book fans aren't, don't love it that Tony Stark created Ultron, but I think it fits the MCU. Um, I think that the standout character from this film was Hawkeye. Yeah. So. They, they knew he didn't get enough screen time in one, and so they, mm-hmm. just, they just gave him as much as possible in this one. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I think that, yeah, just being the everyman guy, and he, uh, I mean, just, like, still was as big a contributor to this team as a god of thunder in this film. Yeah. Yeah. Age of Ultron gets some hate. Yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Watching it again, I I liked it a lot more. Uh, You just gotta watch it for what it is. I mean, it's not... I think it's more of a filler movie, almost. It sets up a lot, yeah. Like Civil War and Ragnarok, but and if, if you mm-hmm. just watch it just to see those guys team up again. Like it's totally worth it. Also, uh, I think uh, I was gonna say, who was it? Oh, the Vision coming alive was also yeah. a thing that I didn't see coming, and mm-hmm. I got kind of excited um, when I saw him. I think that. An underrated fight scene was when Cap took on Ultron on the uh, semi truck. Oh yeah. I think that, I think that is just like one. It shows that Cap is fearless. He's taking on like this highly advanced robot that takes on Thor hand to hand. It was just like fast paced and um yeah I think that that was that's one of my favorite scenes in the MCU. Mhm. Uh. And then the moment where Vision picks up the hammer. Yeah, that got everyone, like, really hyped in the, the theater. Whole, the whole theater gasped. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which, awesome. I still think it's because he switched densities, not because he was righteous enough, but we'll see. I think that it's like, 
the elevator argument, you know, like an elevator could pick up Thor's hammer, you know, so. Oh, like, yeah. He's not like, he's like a machine, you know? Like, yep. He's an android. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we ended out with Ant-Man, which Ant-Man. is considered phase three to some people, but I consider it still phase two, because uh, because we save the best for last, always. Uh, and Ant-Man was also one that they kind of went out on a limb. I mean, like, it, all he does is shrink, but they didn't even use the real Ant-Man to kind of start off. They didn't use a Hank Pym. They decided to make it Scott Lang instead. And I thought that was a really interesting choice. Before I went, so I was kind of upset too before I went, but that movie knocked it out of the park. I love that movie. You know, I think that Paul Rudd was just, what a great idea to cast Paul Rudd. Because they knew they needed a little bit of star power mm-hmm. for Ant-Man. And uh, Paul Rudd, just, he was perfect. He, he, was, he was awesome. You got anything to add there, Riley? I just think having Paul Rudd in the MCU is just how perfect. What about uh, Marcos Pena? Is that his name? Who? Marcos Pena. Marco Pena. They uh honestly his little group that he has there is one of the funniest parts of the MCU and they need to have a role in yeah. Avengers Infinity War. Get TI in this group. <laughs> <laughs> also then, um, I really like the villain in that movie. You, you do. You like Yellow Jacket? Yep. Uh, he uh that actor's also in House of Cards and yeah. uh I just thought he was like, he just seemed like a villain to me. And yeah, I really liked him. Uh, so yeah. I was going to go back through. Yeah, it was. Uh, what do we got for our best villain in phase two? Best villain phase two? We got to go. I gotta, you just got to go with whoever was in Witcher Soldier. Yeah. For me. All four of them? Had, I mean, you got Robert Redford and Bucky. That were just awesome. Uh, Arnzola, he provided like great like plot progression, and then um, Patrick the Leaper was just like a fun, just like awesome kick-ass scene to, to kick off the movie. I just think that I'm still amazed that they were real so poor at the American film and make just a great film out of it. Yeah, I thought Winter Soldier for sure. He he was awesome, but. James Spader as Ultron. Yeah. I'm not a big James Spader guy, though, I will say. Oh, come on. Robert California. Yeah, I'm not a big Robert California guy. I thought he was Ultron. And then... Yeah, I thought... Well, my favorite was Trevor. uh, Because he somehow... He somehow almost took down Iron Man without doing anything. I thought in the trailer that Trevor, aka Ben Kingsley, would be an awesome villain. Of course, the twist and everything. But yeah, I think that Winter Soldier set the standard. I think the villains were the main reason why. Yeah. Uh, then we got who's MVP of this trilogy, or not trilogy go phase. With, I gotta go with Cap on this one. Cap movie or Captain America? I gotta go with Cap and the Guardians. 
Are you talking about Captain America as the character or Cap as the movie? Both. Both? Well, that doesn't make sense because it's a most valuable player. Uh, single. I think that I'm going to have to go with Cap as well because, uh, I mean, Winter Soldier was awesome. And then uh, Age of Ultron just really kind of showed who he was in person. Yeah. Like, it showed the difference between him and Tony Stark. And it kind of, the divide happened, and I don't know, I just think that Cap was, I, uh, yeah, I think that he got, he just, I think that Chris Evans killed it. Yeah. I, uh, I also have to go Captain America. I mean, the storyline of that movie was probably the best we've seen. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it's just like, it's a never-ending thrill ride. It really is. Mm-hmm. And the amount of emotion that goes into it is uh, is also really cool. Uh, so next we got Six Man. Who would you guys vote as Six Man there? Hmm. I think I'm going to have to give it to Ant-Man. Is, if that isn't the perfect Six Man, I don't know what is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just such a fun, just a fun movie. He, it, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna have to change it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Hawkeye. I think that I think that he was the best part of Age of Ultron. I think that he uh, he really like humanized the Avengers and everything. And I think that yeah, he was just kind of like the standout of that movie. And uh, you know, he's uh, he showed his worth. He really did. Yeah. I uh. I I think Ant Man just because. Even, like, in Civil War, Ant-Man's the sixth man of Captain America's team. He's just, he is that perfect guy coming off the bench for you, and he's ready to oh hit a couple God. threes for you, if he, if need be. Uh, but he doesn't have to lead the team, and that's... He can play, he can play guard, or he can be your big man. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's that's what you need from him. Uh, it, like, he, he's, he can be a DH for you any single day of the week. Uh, but, yeah... <laughs> Uh, do you guys got any of those perfect moments throughout this trilogy? Or, why do I keep saying trilogy? Phase? Uh, perfect, perfect moments. I think that, uh, just, uh, that nice, the nice scene, the nice fight between Cap and uh, yeah. the Winter Soldier. Yeah. I think that was just, like, I mean, the choreography and the, the whole reveal that it was puppy and stuff. It showed awesome acting. Yeah, great choreography, like I said, and then uh, yeah, it just kind of uh, it kicked off like the the character of the Winter Soldier who would play a huge role in the Phase Three. So yeah, I would say pretty much all, all of Captain America, the Winter Soldier, all of Guardians was amazing, and then the opening of Age of Ultron when they're storming. Uh, yeah. Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Cap swears. Yes, that, that's, that's iconic. When when Cap swears. Uh-huh. Hello. What? <laughs> I said when Cap swears. Cap what? Swears. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll cut that from the record. Hey, uh. 
I also was thinking when uh, one of my favorite moments is in Guardians when Rocket tells uh, Star Lord to uh, steal that guy's leg, and then uh, yeah. I love that scene. And then another perfect one, I think, is uh, when uh, at the end of Guardians when they all grab on to each other. I love that scene. And the dance. The dance off. I also... It, it, it ends with them, like, you know, like, the way it ends is that he said, maybe something's good, maybe, like, do a little good, do a little bad, maybe a little bit of both. Just kind of shows that the Guardians, while they were the heroes, they, they were kind of reluctant heroes, kind of just mm-hmm. placed in a, the situation where they had to execute. Uh, I think that I think that it showed who they were. Yeah. Uh, so, was there anything missing for you guys throughout this move throughout these movies, or um, did you guys find anything? That, yeah. What? I think that I think that uh, I got my my two cents in with phase two. Was, uh, yeah. Do Do you think phase two beats phase one? Yeah. Mm. Um. I think know, phase one beats phase two. Assembling all the Avengers and Avengers one, it's just so hard to top. Yeah. I think if you just look at it like from an individual movie standpoint. Guardians and Cap 2 are top five movies for sure. But you could also make the case that Avengers and Iron Man are top five movies. I could make the case for Iron Man for sure. Not Avengers? I think Avengers is top eight. Ooh, he has he has his list memorized. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's what I was going to go for next. Uh, phase 2, do you guys have a ranking? I got mine while you guys think of yours. Uh, I got Winter Soldier 1, Guardians 2, Avengers 2, 3, uh, Iron Man 3, 4, and then Thor Dark World 5. Where do you put Ant-Man? Uh, oh, shoot. I forgot about Ant-Man. Uh, you know what? I'm putting that at 3. Above Avengers okay. 2. Wow. Okay. Interesting. So I would mine say... would go... Oh, you go ahead, Riley. I would probably have to do the tie again with Cap and Guardians. They're just both too good. Snowflake. And then, I'd probably go, I'd probably go Age of Ultron, and then Ant-Man, Iron Man 3, and then Thor. Yeah. Um, I have Riley's exact uh, list, except I switch Iron Man 3 and Thor. I put Iron Man 3 last. Really? Luke, you are Iron Man. And I'm humble. Wow. <laughs> You're not Iron Man then. Uh, yeah. Next we got Phase 3. Uh, I'm blanking on the first movie there. Let's see. This had to be 2016. Civil War? It was... Let's think what we have. We had Civil War, Doctor Strange... Uh, Spider-Man, Black Panther. It went Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, Spider-Man, Thor, Black Panther. Yep. 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 Uh, So let's go Civil War. 
Russo Brothers it's a what? The Russo Brothers show they can balance all these characters. That's yep. when, when I found out they were directing Infinity War, I was happy because of yeah. how well they did with just balancing all these storylines and stuff in Civil War. I completely agree. It's ba- Civil War is basically Avengers 2.5. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I would make the case that you should put it in as 2 instead of 2. Uh, but I don't want to get in a fight. I don't want to get in a fight. So, I also love the introduction of Black Panther in that movie. Oh, yeah. Black. Uh, and Spider-Man. And Spider-Man. Yeah. Under Roos. And, in a way, Giant Man. Yeah? Yeah. We could go Giant Man, too. And if, if in neither of the next three movies that Ant-Man is supposedly in, uh, if he doesn't go big... And then come back to regular size, and then have a quick one-liner. It will be a failure of a movie. Someone better bring Orange slices. Orange slices. Uh, I would say Civil War for me, at least. That's my. I think that's the best overall Marvel movie. I would. I think it's either between that or Winter Soldier for me. Yeah. Yeah, I put Winter Soldier as second. Uh, which is just, which is just, it's hard to stay humble for me. <laughs> <laughs> With those two being so amazing. Well, actually, you and, Goody, you and Goody put on great performance. Yeah, to be honest, and Goody I kind of have, leads you in those movies. I could not have done it though without Bucky by my side. <laughs> and uh, I think that Civil War was also key because it splits up the Avengers before their biggest threat. Yep, yep. Uh, that's one of my favorite things, too, I guess. Uh, how it just goes right into there. And then, I'm trying to think what else is in that movie. I had Oh, uh, I wanted to go over Cap's letter to Stark at the end. That that hit me in the feels. Yeah. Real talk, that hit me in the feels, bruh. <laughs> uh-huh. But, yeah. That was good. And then another little thing about the movie that I loved was... Uh, Watching Falcon and Winter Soldier interact. Yeah. Saying I hate you in the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But, we uh. Might, we might need a Falcon and Winter Soldier duo movie. That would, that would be that fun. Movie. That would be fun. They, yeah. uh. It'd be also, uh. One of my favorite scenes is at the end when Stark's going to talk to Falcon. And. <laughs> Uh, Ant-Man says, <laughs> Ant-Man says, uh, Pim told me never to trust a Stark, and then he goes, who are you? <laughs> he gets so sad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Paul Rudd. Uh, anything else from that movie? Air Force Five. Air Force Five. I think it is. Yeah. I think that was. A large scale, just the greatest. It, it, it was probably, I think it might have been better than the Avengers in New York City fight scene. Yeah. Because, I mean, you got to see all these characters that you've grown to know so well by this point, and all their little strengths, and you have new guys too, like Black Panther, Spider-Man. Yeah, I think that, I think that scene is, has to go. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh Going, I think, yeah, going on from that, uh, we had, 
what what did we decide? Doctor Strange, I think. Doctor Strange, yep. Doctor Strange. Uh, I thought it was a good movie. I mean, I'm not gonna say it was like the best movie, but I thought it was a good movie. Uh huh. I think that uh, I love uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen a more pissed Riley at that movie. And I still really enjoyed the movie, so that, I think that says, that speaks volumes. There was also some people talking behind us, and Riley was getting so mad at them. They were probably high, though. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I think that Doctor Strange, there's really not much to hit on. Yeah, we, uh, the thing is, uh, Luke Fritch came in this year and kind of owned that role, so I gave it to him. Uh... (laughs) He really wants to be Doctor Strange. It's his favorite superhero. Yeah, I know. It, he and he has he has the hair right now, kind of for it. So, uh, I mean, maybe a little bit shorter, but yeah. I think the priest at med school, Pre Patel, is going to be Doctor Strange. I, yeah, I. You could pick Trey. Trey Nas. Yeah. But well, okay, that's actually the pr- it's like Oliver and Ryan there. Uh, yep. uh-huh. All right, moving. D- wait, was there a big scene though in that movie? What was there like a huge scene in that movie that uh, kind of connected it? I'm trying to think. Um, It just had the Infinity Stone? Just the Time Stone is really... Yeah, okay. Uh, What up, Riley? I've come to bargain. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've come to bargain. uh, Next thing is Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, yep. Uh, I didn't think it was as good as the first one, but I thought it was still good. It's tough, though. That's tough to follow up. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, we got more Yandu in that one, and I really like I liked Yandu a lot. Yeah. But. I, I, I think Ego was a better villain than uh, Ronan. Me too. Agreed. I'm kind of yeah, surprised that they yeah. used Ronan so early, too. Ronan is actually going to be in the Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Because... Uh, my my, what I would think Phase Four would come to is Kree vs. Scroll War. Uh, though I have yeah, I have no like I have not looked anything up, but that's just what I would guess it would be. Jordan Scroll is showing up and Captain Marvel. Which yep. It's interesting. Yeah. Captain Marvel is gonna be really good. Yeah. Uh huh. Brie Larson is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Brie Larson. Yeah. Uh, but Guardians of the Galaxy Two. 
it went I think it just went back to its went back to one kind of uh did the same type yeah. of feel and everything. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? Yeah. I mean James Gunn's married to Jenna Fisher. Breaking she news. <laughs> oh they they're divorced? Oh, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I remember seeing James Gunn. I thought he was kind of weird. Uh, and I didn't know he actually did Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he might. Yeah, he, he is a bit of a weirdo, but yeah. he makes great well, that's, that's movies. That's what they needed. That's what they needed for this movie. Um, what do you guys think of, uh, what's her name, the, the, new, the, the new chick that was introduced? The Mantis. Mantis. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what her role in Infinity War is going to be. Her uh, and Drax together were hilarious. Yeah, Drax kind of took this movie away. See, Drax killed it on the humor, but he didn't do much physically, you know what I mean? But, yeah. Like, he didn't contribute much to, like, the mission, but he was so funny. Yeah, he was. That it just didn't matter. Yeah. But I just don't know how I feel about her being a guardian. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. She has no really special abilities besides being able to read someone. And putting people to sleep. Yeah, and putting people to sleep. Do you you really need someone like that on your payroll? Well, what if she does that to Thanos randomly in this Uh movie? That's how they're going to beat her. Their whole game plan is she just has to run up to him. (laughs) They have to get her to Thanos. Uh, Cap's going to be holding the... That's hilarious. Uh, and then, do we have anything else with that one? No, I think that it was a fun movie. Great popcorn flick, and uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good film. Okay. Excited for the Guardians to interact with the Avengers. Oh my gosh, who the hell are you guys? That's me. I'm I'm Thor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris Pratt, great guy. Those are just two mega forces coming at each other right there. Two guys that created their brand. Uh, then next we have Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man. For me, Spider-Man Homecoming. Just when you watch the film, it seems like it's the most uh, different than all the other ones. Uh, I can, for some reason, I can just tell it seems it, like a little Sony-ish, but it's one of my favorite uh, Marvel movies yeah. for sure. What I like about Homecoming is that it, it really kind of shrunk the scale. Like, it was just a guy dealing weapons in a Queens neighborhood, you know? Yeah. And uh, obviously the twist of Vulture being... The, the greatest twist they've had so far, I think. And that was probably one of the best acts Yep. That was exactly what I was gonna say. But I think that it was also a kind of cool move to do that in the first movie because he's still just kind of getting a lay of his powers and stuff. Yeah. Maybe that'll just kind of come with character development. Yeah. Uh. Well, and I think we'll get a lot more of that in (laughs) Infinity War. Uh We have to. We have to shout out Ned too. 
Oh, Ned. Tears for him, Ned. Hilarious. Who Riley? Who oh, who Jack God. Jack Myers <laughs> thinks is Riley? <laughs> <laughs> Was that shot of kicks? Is Ned shot of kicks? <laughs> we could actually do that, or actually, it's probably Kyle Sim. Oh, but yeah, That's, uh, yeah, Ned was great. Um, but I mean, we get Iron Man in that movie too. Uh, Flash. What do we movie. think about Flash? Oh, Flash! I think that that was great because, like, you know, there's not the big white guy bully is not a thing anymore. Yeah. Like, the physical like beat you up bullies. The real bullies are like <laughs> the ones in this movie who like <laughs> make fun of you online and just call you names and stuff. You do, know what I mean? Do you want to tell us something, Luke? Yeah. They casted for this film. It represented like a real New York school. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that Michael Keaton was one of the best villains too. Yep. The Vulture. Yep. I, I think it's just really cool because we've had five Spider-Man movies before this, like in the past ten years. Uh huh. And they were able to do this, and it was like one of the best ones that we've had. Yeah. Uh huh. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh. I'm trying to think anything else on that movie. Tom Holland is Tom Holland, great Spider-Man. Best. And an actor. Oh. No, the race is still going on. If he can beat Tobey Maguire. No, he beat Tobey Maguire. The race is if he. Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man Two is still the greatest Spider-Man movie. Yeah. I gotta say. Oh my gosh. You guys are so delusional. With Doc Ock, that's 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 a tough one to beat. <laughs> oh man, you guys. Uh, uh, what I want to bring up about this movie, though, is I think they messed up the timeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I was trying to figure that out the second time I rewatched it. Kevin, yeah, I think that just he just came out saying that they messed it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. I how do they? I just don't get how they do that. Yeah, I don't. That that one. Like that should that be your biggest thing you're looking at. But, yeah, I it's guess that's why I'm not in the room. This movie is great. And then, uh, next one we got is... Thor. Thor Ragnarok. Wow. You talk about Thor a movie Ragnarok. that kind of just blew everyone away. You know, it was so funny. I think that, I think that they, they looked up Thor as a character in the series, and they're like, we have a little bit of an identity crisis. Um, we need to go like a new direction, and they hire like a comedian, like a comedic director, and they they realize how funny Chris Hemsworth is, mm-hmm. and they just made an awesome movie and Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> and it, like, man, that was that was great. Uh, uh go right. Like just watch, rewatch. I've only seen that movie once. So that's like the number one movie I want to see again right now. I bought it. Uh, Because it's my only good movie so far, so I had to get it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I, so apparently Chris Hemsworth like texted, uh, what's it, Takiti or what, what's his name? Yeah, uh, he texted him and said, uh, I don't like the Thor I'm playing, and they just totally switched it, because, uh-huh. which is, like, 
it's honestly awesome that they would do something like that. Just totally switch someone. And their reasoning was that he's been with Stark forever, so he's starting to get become like a wisecracker, kind of like Stark. And that's where he's got his sarcasm from. Uh-huh. Which I get that. Um, also, Hulk. It also introduces to Korg. And yep. Korg was, he's probably, he's up there with Louise and Ned as some of the, just the funniest characters. Is, could we put... Is can OJ Jones be Korg? Because he kind of seems like a Korg to me. Who? OJ Jones. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're going in that direction. I also like the uh, Planet Hulk fight scene is awesome. That's one of my favorite things about mm-hmm. the movie. I think it was cool how they did incorporate like the Planet Hulk storyline. Yeah. Into this, into this. it, it kind of gave the whole. Like a little more of an arc, and yeah, it was yeah. yeah it shows that Hulk can talk now and stuff. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it was just a little too late to do the do like two more Hulks with him, and uh, mm-hmm. also would take way too much energy. They did what they yeah. could, and it worked out really well. Yep, yep, totally. Uh, mm-hmm. Next, do we get anything else with that one? I'm just uh Doctor Strange cameo, out. great. The teaser for Doctor Strange cameo is great. I think that we got the I mean we got the teaser for the Infinity to- War with uh with the post credit scene. What was that? Thanos coming. Thanos ship pulling up. Right on Asgard. Thanos' ship pulling up to Asgard. Right. They're I mean, they're they're on the new ship and then Thanos' huge ship comes up. I gotta rewatch it. Uh, and Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, I mean, he was great. <laughs> He's so funny. I haven't seen him that good since Friends Season 5. <laughs> so, it was good stuff. He just, yeah, Jeff Goldblum was perfectly cast, and I do think that Hella was a, was a good villain, too. Yeah, she was, she was. And she was kind of badass, so. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, Hella was good uh, Loki was great, and uh, yeah, I think Thor Ragnarok. I think anyone would love that movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then next we got Batman vs Superman. Uh, no, we're all we're having fun here on this podcast. I'll tell you, folks. Uh, no. Oh, what do we have next? Black yeah, Panther. Black Panther. Uh, Black Panther. I would say I liked it. Most overrated one though, hands down. I think that this movie serves. I just think that it's more than a movie. I think that it is a. Uh, it's like a iconic cultural moment, and uh, I think that it's great. That it took too long, but it's great that they finally have a movie starring a black superhero. I think that it, it's just like a and just a great actor too playing him, and Chadwick Boseman. Yep. And then. Uh, I do think Killmonger was a great villain, mm-hmm. with uh, with motives that you could you could you could admire. He just obviously was uh, wrong in the way that he executed his motives. But um, I think most importantly, it introduces to the world of Wakanda, and uh, just like all the how cool Wakanda is. This hidden country that's been teased actually since Iron Man Two, yeah. and uh, it was great to see Wakanda. 
be executed so well by the great Ryan Coogler, director of this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went to this one in theaters twice. I walked out the first time. I thought that was that was good, but I mean, this was getting like a hundred on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And then, so I went to it a second time and thought, okay, I'm gonna like it more. And I don't know, there's just something that's not there for me with that movie. It it was really long. I do un- like I do understand why people like love it so much because it's it, it is a cultural thing, uh, just yeah. a total different cultural moment. But just it got so much hype around it that it was probably going to be impossible mm-hmm. for me to think it was going to be as good as it should have. But I I did like it. I did I like think, it. It was fun. I think we're we're fell flat a little bit for me personally. Was the third act? You know, just like that final. Like the fight scene between uh, Black Panther and, I guess you can say, Golden Jaguar. Yeah. Who Killmonger was. I think that that was executed poorly. Um. But uh. Yeah, I think that uh. I thought I thought it was a great film. Um. And uh. You know, I think that it just it it like I said, introducing the little Wakanda was just so it was executed perfectly. I think so. Yep. I totally agree on the fight scene. I mean, the rhinos just did not look yeah. real at all. The CGI got a little funny. Kind of, kind of, it almost takes you out of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is controversial, but I think Shuri is my least favorite character in Really? She was, That's the hottest take we've had today. Uh, the water, though... When she said, what are those, I had to put my head down. The what are those kind of cringed me up, but I thought I liked her. I liked her. I, I liked her. I'm excited to see her interact with some of the other Avengers, to be honest. I hope she wins. And, uh, what's that? I hope she wins me over in this next one, but... I know what you mean, but uh, the other supporting character we need to talk about is the great Naku. Oh, yeah. I think he kind of stole the show a little bit. Agreed, 100%. Uh-huh. Especially when you take, like, a historically bad guy in the comics and then you kind of change him up for the movie like that. I think that that was great. And Winston Duke was awesome in the role. And really, who would have thought DJ Singleton would have really outperformed everyone? <laughs> we thought yeah, Solomon had that movie wrapped up, but... What? And we might we might change Isaiah's character to Killmonger. We don't know yet. Uh, so we're opening up the Nick Fury spot if anyone wants it. We might have a bit of a miscast because right now Dom Rhodes is our Black Panther. <laughs> uh, wow, that's hilarious. Uh, so what? What's our best villain out of this phase so far? Good question. There's a lot of good ones. I'm going to go with Vulture. I was going to say that. Though, Killmonger is like really cool. What's that? I love Killmonger. I think he's really cool. Killmonger is awesome. Yeah. I think both characters. 
suspect that they yep. get it. Yep. But of course, they both like execute it poorly. I just think that the uh, yeah, I just think that Michael Keaton in the role is like Vulture. Like, come on, Vulture's just the dude that can like fly, but she made him pretty menacing and like uh, yeah, I think it just like looked cool. But I do think Killmonger was great in the sense like that family connection. Mm-hmm. With, uh, and a quick shout out to Sterling Brown for uh, his small but very important role in Black Panther as uh, Killmonger's father. Yep. But, um, yeah, I think both those two, those two are great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you hit it right on the, the nail on the head. What do you think, Ryan? I think, I think they went on a really good, since Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with Ego, I mean, Kurt Russell's awesome. And then, mm-hmm. and then I agree, Vulture, number one, after that. And then they had Thor, Ragnarok, with uh, Hela. She was good. And then... Even uh, Arnim, Arnim Zola. Yeah. Arnim Zola was uh, a little behind the scenes, but the way he pulled the strings, kind of, I think that he was pretty underrated. Yeah, I liked him a lot, too. And then... Uh, Killmonger was just great as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, we're going to get Thanos next. Yeah. I If he doesn't take the cake for it, I'll be really upset. Yeah, he has to. Because we've had this, mm-hmm. we I mean, being teased this much about him and him not to live up to expectation would be just kind of sad. I was 17 years old when I saw Thanos for the first time on the big screen. I was 14, Luke. Yeah. Never forget it. I know. Uh-huh. It's just crazy. And now we're going to see him. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, what's up? Our time has come. It's finally here. I know, dude. Time has come. East Coast time, you're on. Uh, MVP of these so far. I'm going to go uh, Captain America just because mm-hmm. everything uh, that he gave, he gave up pretty much his whole life just because he didn't want to stray away from his moral stance of uh, mm-hmm. what to do. And it's really going to play in in this next movie because if he would have signed that, he would have had to wait until they got government approval to go uh, fight Thanos. So I'm really uh-huh. proud of him and everything he's done. Uh, I'm also very proud of myself for the movie I had. And there you go. Mm-hmm. That's yep. in, I'm being humble there, obviously. That's the next word. Next word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rye, what are you thinking? This one is tough. Uh, I mean, it, it might have to be Thor just because, like Luke said, he just he completely changed the character, and it's 
it looks like it's for the better. A lot of people would say that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, Caps of War was. It might be. Cap is up there, too. Mm hmm. Uh, then next we got Six Man. I think I know Six where. Man? Yeah, I know where I'm going with this one. I might have to go with uh, Spider Man on this one. Okay. I thought about Doctor Strange, but I'm going to go with Spidey. Cause he, I get that. Now he's set up, he's going to have three movies. Yeah. You know, after all this, like once all the, the OGs are done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to go Doctor Strange just because I think having Doctor Strange on my bench, especially how fast he matured and how uh, well he's used his powers and also the fact that he can use an Infinity Stone is why I want him coming off the bench. He's just, he's he's like a J.R. Smith, you know? He'll, he'll just go deep for it uh, every single time, but... Yeah, I don't know. Who I'm gonna you? go with uh, Black Panther because, uh, like, I mean, just the weight of being such a, like a you now iconic, like, cultural phenomenon, and uh, executing a very good movie, and then uh, also being humble enough to change your views and open up the gates to Wakanda to help out the rest of the world because you're influenced by your villain in a good way and then um yeah i just think that now i mean who's ever whoever heard of wakanda just six months ago now everyone knows wakanda forever it's like the hogwarts for black people that's a tweet i saw black panther for that so uh i would say uh did we have any perfect moments so far Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say. I don't know if there's too many like perfect ones besides that. I mean the airport fight. Yeah. And the whole airport fight. Yeah, too. I love the airport, the fight. airport fight. Even don't I mean we can't forget about Iron Man versus Cap and Bucky too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then when that was they re- one of the darkest they, moments. Yeah, and then they recreate the comic book cover. Uh huh. Oh, that was pretty Did, cool. Also, also the the scene where uh, it's uh, Vision tries to shoot down Falcon and Falcon dives for it and then uh, yeah. hits War Machine and that whole time, like I I felt that I felt that not to get soft but I felt that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, totally. Uh, do do you guys have a ranking as of right now? Because I think Civil War is number one. Civil War number one. Um, Homecoming, number two. I'd say probably Black Panther, uh, number three. Um, What else we got? We got... uh, Ragnarok. Oh, Ragnarok. Ooh, that's tough. I want to put Ragnarok at at number two and then move everything else on one. That's what I was going to do. And then... And then... um, Let's see, Doctor Strange. Oh, we have Guardians there, too. 
And the thing is, the thing is, the last ones on your list aren't bad movies at all. No. That's the crazy part. It's really a, uh, it propels you to the top, I will say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. My ranking would be very similar. Oh, okay, good. I'd probably go with Civil War, um, Ragnarok, Homecoming, probably Guardians, and then Black Panther, and then Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. I expect that. Like you said, they're all... Yeah. Just a movie I'd watch every week of the rest of my life. Yeah. Any so. And then let's just go. Let's go right now into expectations for uh, whatever it's called. Uh, Infinity War. Infinity War. Man, what a spectacle this movie is. I'm Dang expecting it. to be blown away. I I really We're do too. Lose. The good guys will lose this movie. The. Yeah. The trailer, the first time I saw the trailer, I have never had chills that long in my life. Oh my gosh. When I, they when they I redo the uh there was a there was an idea. Yeah. Uh-huh. Man. And the the, the parts of the trailer that catch my eyes one when caps grab like he catches saying like this. And then uh, they cut to a later scene where you see Bucky like freaking out and like screaming and running. So I'm just concerned that we might lose you, Riley. I, I'm afraid it might happen. And uh-huh. if it does, get the Kleenexes out. Oh, I will be bringing a box of tissues. Uh-huh. Hey, Riley, have you started growing a beard yet? Have I what? Start growing a beard. I've been working on one for 21 years now. <laughs> <laughs> Not made much progress, but yeah. oh, damn. <laughs> great power comes great responsibility. So uh, I'm really good. excited also to see the Black Order. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be great. Yeah. That yeah, would be cool. Uh, of Doctor Strange screaming. Yeah. Oh, that's Ma. awesome. What's his name? Yeah. Ebony Ma scares me. Ebony Ma. Yep. I heard that. Uh-huh. I don't know where I heard this either. I heard that he like really like. He's like an amazing character in it. Yeah, I heard that he steals the show a little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Apparently, uh, we I, we are in for one of the craziest endings. Man, From I know. No matter what, we're gonna walk out of this movie and we're gonna be like, when is the next? One? I know. <laughs> like gonna be, it's gonna drive us nuts. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, but uh, we get to see it. Luke, are you going tomorrow? Yes, 7.30 tomorrow. Whoa, we're going to... Oh, shoot. You are, are you on West Coast or East Coast? East Coast, so I'll probably see it before you guys. You'll see it are 30 minutes hour, before us. Are you an hour ahead of us? Yeah, I'm an hour ahead of you guys, so... You'll start at 30 minutes before us, so be ready. We're going at yeah, 7. I won't, I won't. You guys text me how you feel about it. 
shoot your stuff in the movie. Well, do you want to meet us at the crowbar? No. We will be selling at the crowbar. We will be selling. Nah, I'm going to be... I'll be stuck here. But man, what I would do to be at the crowbar. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah, I I mean, I'm excited for tomorrow's movie. I think everyone else is. And, uh, yeah, do you guys got anything else? In Feige, we trust. In Feige, we trust. Thank you for everything. Um, <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for making these movies a weirdly big part of my life, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Avengers, assemble! <laughs> and uh, that's yeah. it.